Hello everyone, this is Jennifer Bryant and welcome to the Practical Family Podcast where we are building strong foundations and healthy homes. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that it is so important to my heart that you understand the biblical foundations that families need to thrive, to survive in this crazy, crazy world. And today we have a special guest that's here to talk about not only her new Bible study that has just come out called Worthy of the Calling, but to encourage you as busy wives and mothers that you can make time to get into your word, to read your Bible and really understand the heart of God, the heart that he wants to communicate to you through his word, his purpose, his plan, and his calling. And you know, it's it's difficult, not going to lie, it's difficult to make time to read anything nowadays. I mean, technology has given us the benefit of so many options, right? And that's what we'll also talk about is not only reading, it's not just the reading, it's not just the listening, it's the making time. And the little bit of time that we give to rest in our Savior's love, the more that He'll reveal to us about what wonderful things that He has for our lives. So I'm excited to introduce to you today Sarah Kuntz. So listen in on our conversation, Finding Time for Bible Study as Busy Moms. So Sarah, we're so happy to have you on the Practical Family Podcast. Can you give us a little bit of background about your family life and what brought you to this place where you get to encourage other women? Sure, I'd love to. So I am a South Dakota girl, so I was raised in the Midwest, and I was raised in a conservative Christian home, so I definitely have a background, a strong Christian faith and parents that I owe so much to. And um, what got me to kind of where I am is I'm now the mother of two little girls. Uh, One is eight and one is 10, and my husband and I have been married for about 13 years. And I don't know, I kind of stumbled on blogging And I really enjoyed writing about things I was passionate about. And so it did not take me very long to start wanting to write about my Christian faith and write about some of the things I've learned along the way that have just been so helpful to me uh, and sharing that information with other people. So now um, my husband and the girls and I, we live in the country. We've got about 13 acres. And so we're country bumpkins. And I recently started homeschooling my children. And I'm now in the process of launching my second online Bible study. So I'm just really enjoying trying to juggle it all, but I'm very much enjoying the season of life that we're in. Oh, how wonderful. You know, your story sounds so familiar to mine. I grew up in a Christian home as well, and and uh, I recently had to give a my testimony, and the Lord really prompted me to do that because for the longest time, I never felt like I had a quote-unquote really real or gnarly testimony because I had such a great Christian upbringing, right? So it's great to hear that, you know, that other women are growing up in the faith, raising their family in the faith that you, you say you come from a strong background. And that is so what practical family is all about is that strong foundation and healthy homes, trying to help families to understand that. So today, because we're talking about finding time for Bible study, as busy moms. I mean, there's no question. If, you, if you're a Christian, if you've given your life to the Lord, you know how important it is to read the Bible, but actually practically applying that 
is where we can get a little muffled sometimes. So I am so glad that you're here to talk to us about this because you have a Bible study coming out called Worthy of the Calling on the Book of Ephesians. So what has your personal journey of studying the Bible looked like as a wife and a mother? You know, I have to be honest. I think when I had my kids, I had two kids within, they were 17 months apart, and I just went straight into survival mode. I had definitely had some health complications with the pregnancies. And um, so I, you know, as this journey of motherhood and my faith, I feel like in the beginning, I was just trying to keep my head above water. And so I somewhat found myself coasting on all that I knew to be true. So, you know, I would talk, I would get together with other girlfriends and they would say, oh, we're studying our Bibles and I'm loving my quiet time. And I was just kind of like, no, I just, I, I, I'm kind of in a place where I'm enjoying what God I know to be true, but I wasn't able to incorporate it into my life very easily. So I had a season kind of of dryness of just, I would say a desert when my kids were young. And I feel like I'm only recently been kind of breaking out of that and figuring out how to incorporate um, Bible study into my daily life. And I will just tell you, I had to start so small. Um, For me, it was committing to read Oswald Chambers, My Utmost for His Highest. Are you familiar with that? Oh, absolutely. Devotional. Yes. Okay. Yes. So for me, I just, there it's available online. And so I said, Sarah, if you, you know, why don't you just take five minutes a day, start with Oswald Chambers. And if you decide to do more, great, but just commit to that. And that was my first step. And it seems like once I made that first step, the next one came easier. And I found my own way into a regular, consistent Bible study routine. But I did as a mom, I had to start small and I had to have a lot of grace with myself. Mm, I love that. You've sort of outlined those three points already for us that we can just take right now. Number one, start small. Number two, commit to it. And number three, have grace for yourself, right? That is so, that that is such a grace-filled plan, just even in my mind. I can do that. I can do that. Start small. We can do it for five days, 10 days, 20 days, you know, and just build up to what we can do, but have grace when we miss a day because it's not about the checklist, right? Well, and we're also interacting. If we choose to study our Bibles, we are interacting with a living and an active book. And we're interacting with a book that connects us to our Savior and our Creator. And so when we make that choice, there's a lot of things that happen in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives that, I mean, are almost unexplainable. So it's not the same as deciding to read a good book every day. It is a completely different thing. And so when we get connected to the Bible, we get connected to our life source. And what happens is we start to see things rather than seeing our circumstances. I'm sorry, seeing God through our circumstances. Mm -hmm. We see we start to see our circumstances through God. We start to we start to see him in everything and it just changes. And so what happened was when I took that five minute commitment, I would say that I did Oswald Chambers for, I don't know, six or seven months. And I mean, I will be the first to tell you It was more like three to five days a week than seven, but I made, it was consistent that it was consistent. And then what happened was somebody was doing a um, reading plan. It was a chronological reading plan. And this was this past January. And I said, you know, I've been consistently doing this five minutes a day. How much more is it going to be for me to try to read my Bible in a year? So I committed to that in January. And can I tell you, I just got to the New Testament last week. So Mm -hmm. I've been sticking with it. And 
I, I cannot believe it. I honestly, when I made the commitment, I kind of doubted myself <laughs> that I would be able to do it. But because I had started with something small, it was the next step. And so I was able to make it. And it's just so much blessings have flown into my life by being committed to Bible study. Mm. So Sarah, when do you make time? You know, as, as a busy, especially when, when your kids are small, you know, you said you went through that season of dryness and, and we can, I think all of us with small kids can relate to that. It's like one, you know, bottle to diaper change, to crying, to needing sleep. You know, when, when does it happen? Yeah. Well, I think you have to know thyself, right? So for me, I stop functioning at eight o'clock at night. Like I can't do anything productive. So for me, it does have to be at the beginning of the day, but it doesn't have to always be first thing. Um, I went through seasons. I will be honest with you at the very beginning. It had to be when I got on my computer before I did anything else. And you know, I'm a writer. I'm so, so my work life is on my computer. So for me, when I was just starting, it had to be, you're not allowed to do these other things until you you've spent five minutes here. And that was what got me to do it. So whenever I came into my office, whenever I got on my computer, it was the first thing I did. So it it wasn't a set time. It was more a set routine. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. And so once I established it for myself, see, then you start to want to do it. You know, it's kind of like exercise. You know, once you get yourself doing it, you you find that you really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And so now it's become a much larger part of my life. A lot of that's because I now I'm writing Bible studies. And so I find that I have to to make sure that I separate the two because writing a Bible study is kind of an academic pursuit a little bit. And so so I need to make sure. And that's why in January, um, in January, I said, okay, Sarah, you're going to read through the Bible chronologically this year. And that's going to be you and God, you know, that's for you. That's your food. Mm -hmm. Then you can write Bible studies when you have time and you know, that can be your work. And so for me, it's just been, I know myself and I know with my Bible sitting out there and if I've made a commitment and if I've told people I made the commitment, I do think that that was huge for me. I put it out on social media mm-hmm. <laughs> in a few yes. different places that I was doing this. And can I, um, can I tell you, I got behind, I got really behind. Um, this last month has just been insane. And so I spent a whole sun- Sunday listening to the Bible on Audible to catch up because um, I was so behind and I, I didn't want to let it go. So I just spent three or four hours and I just listened to my Bible until I caught up. Mm -hmm. And so it's been one of those things that the commitment has helped me. Having the accountability has helped me. And then also it's just wonderful to spend time in God's word. So that keeps me coming back for more. Mm, The commitment, the accountability. I love that. I also love the technological part of it, right? I mean, we have so many more options in today's world that we can listen on Audible. This was a new concept for me this year that I didn't have to sit down and pour over a book and, you know, all the words and strain my eyes. I mean, as much as I love holding a physical book, I went from that to a Kindle. And then somebody said, well, just, just listen to it. I said, oh, yeah, I can listen as I do stuff, you know, or as I just, I'm sitting and I'm quiet. You know, that's such a great option. So we'll have links actually to Audible um, and uh, things like that on the show notes. So thank you so much for mentioning that. Absolutely. Yeah, what a great practical way for moms (laughs) to get the word into them, right? 
Well, and I'll definitely uh send you the link to, I use the blue letter Bible, um, chronological reading plan. And it's, it's just this one sheet of paper, PDF front and back. And it starts with day one, day two, day three. So it's not tied to a calendar Mm -hmm. that has been so amazing to me. So I've been trying to kind of keep track of things, but more than anything, I'm just working my way through it. And so it's this really simple tool. I link to it all the time on my Insta stories because people are always asking me about it. So I'll definitely share that with you also. Perfect. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Lots of great links today. So Sarah, what would you say to the woman who doesn't know where to start reading in scripture? I mean, you just, you just mentioned these awesome Bible plans. So maybe, maybe start there, but, but for someone who just does, has very um, limited concept of, of the Bible, maybe they just became a Christian recently. Maybe they just started to, to open it and, you know, when you open this big, thick book, it's like, okay, who are all these people and names and dates? So, so how do you, how do you suggest that someone start? Sure. Well, I would, um, I probably like, if I'm being honest with you, I would not recommend starting by reading the whole Bible as I am doing. Um, one of the things to keep in mind when you're, you're listening to somebody's story and to, to put that in context and to know, you know, I've got 25, 30 years of Christian history in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so me reading through the Bible is important because I understand the stories and I've had enough teaching right. to be able to just by myself go into it. If I was talking to somebody who is new to the faith or just somebody who doesn't have the confidence, you you know, to really know where to go with it, mm-hmm. I would say find somebody you trust to do it with you. And whether that means finding a mentor in your own community, um, or you could find uh, there's there's resources available online. Um, the one that comes to mind is the First Five app put mm-hmm. out by Proverbs 31 Ministries. Yes. Five minutes every morning, getting you into you know just God's word and the truth. Um, but find somebody that you trust, and 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 then walk along with them. There's so many amazing. Christian writers nowadays and authors, people who are writing Bible studies, who are putting out material. Um, And so I think one of the things that I just really encourage people to do is to find somebody who you enjoy their voice, you enjoy the way they they teach the scriptures, and and that they're very biblically based. That is the most important thing, because you can find a lot of devotionals that maybe aren't getting you into the truth of scripture. They're just kind of across the top. Mm -hmm. So you want to find somebody, and I love people who take you through like a book of the Bible or take you through a specific concept and then go through the whole of scripture on that specific truth. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like more expositional teaching. That's what it would be called, expository teaching of Mm -hmm. the Bible. Um, I'm a big fan of that because I think that we need to keep the Bible in context. Um, And so, you know, it's just like anything, you know, think about it. If you, I like the idea of apprenticeship that's something that is in the Bible. Um, it's it's very along the lines of discipleship. If you're new to something, find somebody who's a few steps ahead of you and figure, ask them what they're doing and journey along with them. And you'll find yourself not as fearful to start because you feel like, no, I have this person here who's helping me through it. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. That Those are such great tips to find somebody to find somebody that you love listening to. And I know that a lot of churches too, especially if you're at a, a larger church, that, that the pastors will record their sermons. And especially if they're going through a series, you can also certainly link to those archives as well. But for women and mothers especially, I find that it's, like you said, it's important to find someone that 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 you trust, that is a good speaker, that, that you enjoy listening to. Sarah, on your website, you're at sarahkuntz.com. 
And I love your, your direction here because you talk about exploring the beauty of God's design and more particularly the way that we were created, that, that each and every person has a specific purpose and design that the Lord has called them to. Spiritual gifts, I wanted to ask you, what? how can some moms become more aware of their spiritual gifts? And maybe can you explain kind of what that is a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, when we're when we become Christians, some really cool things happen. Um, the Bible says that we're sealed with the Holy Spirit, and um, that there's this part of us that was dead. You know, like we were born spiritually dead and separated from God. And when we become Christians, that spirit that was not alive, that we couldn't even connect to God, becomes alive. And it's the most amazing thing. It's called a spiritual birth. It's just a really cool thing that happens. And so I like to think of it as like, I mean, we're talking to moms here, so they're totally going to get this. When we become Christians, we have a spiritual umbilical cord, okay? So we have this way to be connected to God and to get everything that we need for life um, from God. And He has promised a few things to us. Um, He's promised that not only will we have the Holy Spirit, which that is actually God in us and um, guiding us and, and, and um, you know, teaching us how to live according to his design, but he's also going to give us gifts, spiritual gifts. And um, I'm by no means an expert on spiritual gifts, but I do know this. I do know that we all have them. Mm-hmm. And I also know from my study of scripture, specifically recently, I've been studying the book of Ephesians. And a lot of Paul's epistles. And the thing that I've found out is we figure out what our spiritual gifts are by serving within the church, within the within um, the body of Christ. And so, you know, it's one of those things that we need to be open and available to serving and to figuring out what our gifts are. And the best way to do that is by getting involved in a local community of, of fellow believers and serving them in any way that you can. And the, the more that you do that, the more you discover what it is you're good at, what it is that you love, and what it is that maybe you're not so good at. So I'll give you a real practical example. I'm just not good at volunteering in the nursery at church. I just don't do well in that environment with lots of screaming babies and, you know, just a lot of craziness. That's not my my place. And I can tell you, I know women that that is like they look forward to every Sunday, like just serving in that way because that is their gifting and they want to use that. It's not how I am gifted. And so but I wouldn't have I you know, there was a season where I did volunteer because it was the right thing to do. And I did it and I served in that fashion and I learned that that's just not me. And so I think the best way to do it is to operate into community and to be willing to try different things. And then, of course, you know, studying the spiritual gifts, um, finding some some good information on it, studying it and asking the Lord to show you what it is you're gifted in. Yes, yes. Oh, I have the, I have the same experience, Sarah. And that's how I figured out to to uh, to encourage women and that, you know, not not everything is for you just because they ask you to to do this or just because there's a need doesn't mean that that's where you're supposed to fit. But certainly try it out and see. I mean, don't just go, nope, nope, that's that's not my thing. That's not my thing. That's not my thing. But but try it because you never know. You never know how the Lord's going to going to bless you when you're blessing others, even when you're in the season of having children, because other people want to love on your children and other people need the gifts that you have, whether that's um, love and mercy or hospitality or administration, even, you know, some, some women are surprised to, to find that 
oh, you, you like forms and papers and stuff. Oh gosh, I stay far away from that, you know, but, but that may be exactly what your church body needs, you know, in, in the season or this moment. And it doesn't mean that you have to do it forever, but it is an integral part of being a part of, of, of your community of faith. And how does this tie into finding time to study the Bible? When we find time to study God's word, his word is going to come alive in us. And his, the, the Bible talks about his spirit, you know, living in us. And it prompts us to do the things that, that, that God wants for his people, that, that love, that, that agape love just flows out of us. And so when we're making time to be in the word, what's going to come from that is a, is a, a fire that's lighted in our spirit that, that's going to prompt us to love on other families in, in the way that God's giving us those, those abilities. So, so I'm so grateful for, for mamas like you, Sarah, who felt the calling to write, to speak, because we're encouraging other mothers in, in a very real, very verbal way, right? But the rest is up to them. They still have to make that choice to, uh, to, you know, to live out their walk with the Lord. And, and it can be a beautiful thing, but, but we find ourselves drained and overwhelmed when we're not coming back to the source of all of that goodness that God has for us. Yeah, well, I think um, one of the things that I've seen time and again is that God equips us for what He asks us to do. And I think when the only way for us to be sensitive and to kind of know what God wants us to do is to be spending time with Him. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you think of any relationship you have, the more time you spend with somebody, the more trust you have in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so in the same way, we need to spend time with God so that we trust Him, so that when He prompts us to do something, we have the faith and the courage to step out and do that. You re- you're making me think of a recent decision that I had. And the reason and I think of it as it's not, um, I just recently started homeschooling my kids, as I as I mentioned, and that is not something that I'd ever anticipated. Um, I'm not one of those people who has wanted that or longed for that or planned for that. It was really surprising to me. It was one of those like detour signs that caught me off guard. But as I really listened and obeyed and felt like this was the thing I was supposed to do. I've been so amazed at the change that I've seen, not in my kids, not in my family, but in myself. Mm. And I just feel like God, like, because I stepped out in faith and did what I thought he wanted me to do, regardless of how I felt prepared or equipped or qualified to do it, he has made me prepared, equipped, and qualified. I've seen it time and again. Like my husband has said, Sarah, he's like, God is doing something in you and you are different. And I would have never imagined um, for you to be doing this homeschooling thing in the way that you're doing it. And what that has just really confirmed to me is that I didn't know this was coming, but God did. And he's been preparing me for this and he will also equip me for it. And that is how good and faithful our God is. But I must return to our key point of our conversation and say, I don't think if I hadn't taken that commitment five minutes a day with Oswald Chambers and then reading my own Bible and even taking it further by trying to write my own Bible studies and things like that, if I hadn't been connected to God and really in that intimate relationship where daily I was depending on him and growing in my faith, I do not think I would have been able to make the decision that I made, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel we need to like, we need to kind of realize if life is good right now, like if you're coasting, 
um, at this moment, sometimes it's tempting to just continue coasting, but Mm -hmm. we don't know what lies around the corner. And we need to be growing our faith and growing the depth of our relationship with God today, right here, right now, um, because that foundation we're building is something we're going to have to stand on a year or two from now. Mm-hmm. And so I think that as, as you know, wives and mothers, I mean, it's one of those things we do know that our first, our first ministry is in the home and it's to our families and um, we can serve and love and use our giftings in the home in such a beautiful way um, as well as outside the home in the body of Christ. And so I just think we need to really um, think about getting connected to the source because none of us knows what tomorrow holds. Yes. Amen. That's what it is. Connecting to the source affects every other area in our life. And for women, mothers, wives, if you're in a place right now where you maybe feel dry, just know that there is, that we've all been there, number one, (laughs) and that there's no guilt in that, that, that what an opportunity for you to recognize and be aware of the fact that you know, I, I don't know why I feel far from God right now. I don't, I don't know why, and I don't know where to start. And, oh, it's just me. It's, you know, it's, it's based on what I have to do to earn it. No, n- not even getting back into the Word has, has not to do with what you have to do to earn God's love back. He just wants to be with you. He just wants you to set aside time to soak in everything that he that he wants for you he wants to comfort you and love you and and show you a better way in 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 little areas you know it doesn't mean a full a whole life makeover necessarily it's it's little pieces at a time and and like sarah said the more that we're consistently choosing to choose him just like he said to martha and mary mary has chosen the better part that will not be taken away from her all of these things that we do, that we schedule ourselves for, cleaning the housework, you know, yes, all those things are good and they need to be done, but, but those things will fade away. <clears throat> They'll be taken. And what is lasting is that love relationship with God and living in His love and under His, as our pastor says, under His spout where His blessings come out. <laughs> and, <clears throat> and when we choose Him, that cannot be taken away. Just to recap what a few things that Sarah's gone over today, you know, start small. Start small. She started with five minutes reading Oswald Chambers, and that resource, again, is my utmost for his highest. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Number two, commit. Just commit to doing it consistently. And number three, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. And just, if you miss a day, just go back. Just It's just hanging out with the Lord again. We'll also put up some resources for the Blue Letter Bible Chronological Reading Plan that Sarah mentioned, and uh, also links to uh, Amazon's Audible, where you can download, uh, whether it's the Bible or any favorite Bible study books that, that catch your attention to listen to while you're on with your day or in the car. And then also the Proverbs 31 Ministry First 5 app is just so cool, and the teachings are, are very relevant to the point and from women who are are doing this every day and loving the Lord and and they're excited to meet with you as well. And then I'll put a link up to a spiritual gifts test, just a simple one, just and it's just a little one to show, you know, that you go through real quick and it'll help you to understand kind of where the Lord's led you and your specific passions and um and your tendencies and, and it'll may help you get a better idea idea of where uh to use 
your your gifts in the body of Christ. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much. You have been so encouraging to me today <laughs> because it's it's wonderful to just meet and talk with another sister who who has gone through seasons of life and motherhood and being a wife and and seeing the importance of of coming back to the Lord daily. Do you do you have any other pieces of encouragement to leave with our listeners today? Well, sure. I mean, it's just been such a joy to talk to you and to get to know you through this podcast. And um, it's just such a it's a it's a wonderful thing to journey together and to have people who are like minded and who encourage us to draw closer in our faith. And that's one of the main reasons why I decided to start writing online Bible studies is a lot of the things we've talked about. Um, you know, we're busy and life is not uh, consistent. You know, we're all over the place. But one thing most of us have access to is the internet, and most of us have a mobile device, if not a, a computer. And so for those of you who are looking for a way to get into the Bible, I encourage you to check out my Worthy of the Calling Bible study. We just launched this study. It's a 31-day adventure through the book of Ephesians, and the idea is you can do it in 15 minutes a day five days a week. And we've incorporated lots of free gifts, lots of digital downloads, lots of things that'll make you get your creative juices flowing. And um, it's totally free. Um, that is something, this is just my way of giving back and sharing, um, just sharing the the beauty of God's word and his design with others. So it's absolutely free and you can find out, I'm sure we'll add a link to the show notes, but you can find out everything you need to know at sarahkoons.com forward slash worthy. And um, I do hope that and it's one of those things, although we started now, it's an on-demand study. And so whenever you decide to start it, it will fit into your life. Oh, that's great, Sarah, that it's just 15 minutes a day on demand. It's it, it that it fits. I love that. Well, yeah. listeners, Practical Family Podcast listeners, go and download this study today. Go to Sarah's website, sarahkoons.com. You can also find her on Facebook, uh, Instagram, tw uh, Twitter, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit practicalfamily.org. We have resources there for you as well as the rest of the podcast. And uh, we are also available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And just as an encouragement to you today, again, just open, uh, open your Bible. See what God does with that. Just a little bit of time and ask yourself, what is this telling me about God? What is this telling me about myself? And be prepared to be blessed by being in His Word. Again, you've been listening to the Practical Family Podcast where we're talking about finding time for Bible study as busy moms. We've met with Sarah Kuntz today. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure having you. Oh, it was so fun to meet you. I look forward to keeping in touch. Thank you.